You're listening to the It's Her Time podcast with Jess and Cody. Today's episode is going to be one that is going to be very helpful for many of you because virtually every woman is going to experience this at least occasionally, and that's having heavy bleeding during your fertile years. And especially if you're going into phases like perimenopause and things like that, Um, there are real issues causing this. And there are real ways that we can address this issue and give you relief. And it's something that I had to figure out through experience. So I'm so excited to share my top five ways that I can help you to be able to have a little lighter blood flow each and every single month. And Cody knows her stuff. We love this. Listen (laughs) up, ladies. (laughs) Listen up, ladies. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to talk all about, you know, the things. (laughs) I totally threw Cody off. I'm like looking at her, giving her a wink. Listen up, ladies. Okay, before we hop into the episode, we're going to first do what? Mixers, girls, say. (laughs) Okay, Cody and I have the giggles today, as you can hear. Um, Okay. Her time reviews. You ready? Yes. I feel like this is perfect for a heavy blood flow conversations. (laughs) All right. Big fan will be absolutely using forever. My monthly headaches have decreased since taking this. I also feel like it's made me more regular and my gut is acting more normal as well. Definitely going to be continuing this and also trying some other products. I love mixers. Another, I absolutely love how easy it is to use all mixers products. I just dump and go. My life is really busy and this helps make my health easier. That is, mm-hmm. yes. That, I know. That is what we love to hear. That is exactly what we want to hear because that is so much thought has gone behind. How do we keep this easy? Yes. Let's make health easy, accessible, mm-hmm. doable. Mm-hmm. That's the key. Yep. Um, this product has reduced the first few days of my cycle being so incredibly painful. Now I can thrive throughout more of the month. Go Erica M. Yes. Yes. Get it, girl. Go. Get thriving Mm. out there. Mm. (laughs) All right. Last, Charlene K. It feels great to reclaim some of my energy. I don't dread my period each month anymore. Thank you, mixers. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Girls, I just wish I could give you an in-person hug. I know. Thanks for being here. Thanks for using Mixers. We love you. Let's get into the episode. Mixers is a company made for women by women. Each of our products have been carefully and lovingly crafted to support you in all stages of your life, providing you with the optimal health you deserve. Each ingredient we handpick is 100% all natural, backed by science, and chosen specifically to better your life physically, mentally, and hormonally. Each product empowers your body to take charge of its monthly hormonal shift and flows, empowering you to live life to the fullest. Let mixers take care of your needs from sunup to sundown, and you take care of the rest. Check us out at mixers.com, M-I-X-H-E-R-S. All right. We're going to try to get a little more serious because I feel like this information that we're going to talk about today is so important because it's something that so many of us deal with, like I had mentioned before. And in case you needed one more example of how conventional medicine fails women, especially during perimenopause, 
I want you to take a moment to consider heavy bleeding. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, And as I said also earlier, virtually every woman, I don't care who you are, you're going to experience this at least occasionally um, during the perimenopause year. So whether you are in this phase or not, this is something that you just should start paying attention to because if you're earlier than this phase, then there's a lot that you can do and you're going to learn a lot in this episode to help set you up for success during perimenopause and then into menopause and throughout the rest of your life. So this is an episode where we are going to discuss the real issues that cause this problem. And then we're going to also talk about that, yes, we can do things to get relief and we can overcome this issue. That's the good news because I know when I was dealing with heavy bleeding, I've shared my story, the whole, like, how did her time come about? My biggest problem was that when I hit 40 years old, all of a sudden my periods, I call it Niagara Falls. I was bleeding so heavy and it seemed like it just happened overnight. I don't know what it was about the magical age of 40 or I don't know what it was, but it just was so debilitating because I would have to like sometimes not be able to leave my house because it was such an issue, right? So some of the things that I, you know, was told from conventional doctors were things along the lines of like, just buy heavier pads or tampons, right? I was tripling sometimes up on the protection that I was putting just so that I could leave the house. Like I said, Um, I'd also hear things like, it's not hurting your body to bleed so much. It's just totally normal. You know, it's just a part of this phase of life. Um, So you can just keep living your life, you know, just go ahead and just keep going, you know. Um, Also, I'd get told things like, well, you can look forward to menopause and then you won't have to deal with this anymore. Well, I was 40, right? I don't think I'm still not in menopause and I'm just turned 48. So it's like, uh, yeah, no, that's like another decade later, right? And if I had just taken like what these um, doctors were suggesting. Can you imagine for the last eight years? I can't imagine. I'm just so grateful that I've actually been able to figure out um, what was causing the heavy bleeding and then also what can be done about it, right? So instead of, you know, hearing things, this is my biggest pet peeve and I know I do talk about it quite a lot. I'm tired of, you know, um, having suggestions like deal with it. Um, It'll all end at some point. So, you know, don't even worry about trying to fix it. Uh, the worst one probably is you're a woman. So you're used to bleeding. It's not that bad, right? You know, it's like, I want to be like, <laughs> you do it for literally one day <laughs> for maybe even an hour. And I seriously, I I don't know. I just feel like there's just, I mean, there's amazing doctors out there, but there's just some that I'm like, oh, wow. You know, how have you gotten this far in your life without understanding that this is something that needs to be addressed? Then you need to, you need to understand how to help, you know, a little bit better. So All right, so I'm here today to tell you that you do not just have to suffer from heavy, painful periods in perimenopause um, or ever, honestly. There is a reason it's happening and there are natural, safe ways to get relief quickly. Um, Obviously, I'm not about the quick fix, but there are ways that you can get the relief um, and it doesn't have to be like, oh, I'll just wait till you get into menopause, right? So for instance, like if you had a broken arm, You don't wait until it heals to do something to fix it, right? Um, That is so ridiculous. Of course not. Um, We get an x-ray. We go, we find the root cause of what the pain is that, you know, that we're feeling. And then we make adjustments immediately. And in the same way, we shouldn't just think this will end in a few years when I'm in menopause. So I'll just deal with the pain. 
Um, so this episode is going to be your heavy bleeding x-ray. Um, and we're going to dive into what's causing this painful, disruptive symptom, and most importantly, how you can get relief. But before I start and get any further, I just want to say this um, out of the gate. If you are experiencing extremely heavy periods, um, or if you're bleeding outside of your period, like mid-month, or if you have a sudden change in your bleeding pattern, I do want you to make an appointment, but make an appointment with a trusted practitioner. Ask around, talk to people, um, try some out. Go go visit somebody. I know that's not this isn't the easiest process, and who has time for this? But I also want you to feel empowered to know, like if you go to somebody and they don't feel like they're listening to you or they don't feel like they're taking this serious, um, it's okay to find somebody else and find that practitioner because. It's worth the effort to um, to do that. So let's talk about what causes heavy bleeding, um, and especially during perimenopause. So there are lots of different reasons you're bleeding, um, and th- there's lots of reasons that your bleeding can increase during per- perimenopause. And there is the good news <laughs> that you're, you won't get from your doctor's office all the time. Um, all of these reasons are often reversible if we really target your lifestyle, your nutrition, and your supplement protocols. All right, you ready for this? Okay, so let's just go into it. What causes it? I'm gonna give you the the biggies, the big main root causes. Number one, we've talked about this a lot because it is a very common hormone imbalance and it's estrogen dominance. Okay, estrogen dominance is a hormone imbalance epidemic, especially among women that are over 35. Um, While you're menstruating, your body relies on a balance of progesterone and estrogen to keep things working as they should. But once you start into the slow decline of ovary function, and that's what happens in perimenopause, it's super common for your estrogen levels to outweigh your progesterone. So they will just be little, naturally just be higher than your progesterone. And what this does is it leads to a myriad of uncomfortable symptoms with heavy bleeding and increased cramping and those, you know, uh, so many more you know, side effects too and symptoms too, but those are always kind of at the top of the list, right? Um, excess estrogen, what it does is it actually causes the lining of your uterus to grow thicker. And that's actually what leads to the heavier flow each month. So the lack of progesterone that we need in order to counteract this excess estrogen is also a recipe for um, having symptoms like mood swings and anxiety, right? Or have you guys ever felt like you're just so hyped up and especially like right before you're about to start your period, that is, that's totally a telltale sign that you're dealing with estrogen dominance. Also trouble sleeping. Uh, You may be able to fall asleep because you're exhausted, but then you might wake up at like one in the morning and not be able to sleep again until four in the morning. I don't know what it is, but if you are having any trouble with your sleep, that's also a telltale sign. The other thing is, and this can be kind of scary because you know we're we are taught, and hopefully we are doing um, regular breast um, self examinations, and you might actually be experiencing fibrocystic breasts, which you know you could feel some thickness or even some lumps or things in your breast. You need to go get that checked, but many times it's just caused through estrogen dominance, but. Estrogen dominance is actually one of the main causes of breast cancer. So it's super important. You know, hopefully it's not more than fibrocystic breasts, but still fibrocystic breasts are something to take serious and to go and look into. 
um, and are a telltale sign of estrogen dominance. The other thing is severe PMS. Like, I feel like though, if I say severe people, women are just tough and we're like, oh yeah, I deal with PMS, but it's not severe PMS because we're just like, we just don't complain, right? Very much. And so I hate to use that word, but if you are dealing with PMS symptoms or symptoms right before you start your period that you would say is really affecting the quality of your life, then this is part of it too. So the heavy bleeding, the cramping, the things we've already talked about and more, the mood swings, um, the trouble sleeping, the fibrocystic breasts, all of that, that's also you know part of it. So the other thing I think a lot of girls don't realize too um, is that they they get migraines, but they don't always associate getting migraines with where they're at in their monthly cycle. So if you're noticing that you're getting migraines, especially that week before you start your period, again, that's another telltale sign that there is probably an estrogen dominance issue. There's so many other symptoms too, but those are some big ones. Um, so if you are you know, suffering with any of those, don't ignore these signs, okay? Um, estrogen dominance is an early warning sign that something is off in your body and letting it go unchecked can cause even more severe issues like cardiovascular disease, which is the number one killer of women. And like I mentioned, also cancer down the road. It's something definitely we want to take, um, we want to pay attention to, we want to take serious. So that's the number one, okay? Number two is insulin resistance. Okay, so when you are chronically stressed, which so many of us are, (laughs) I'm not talking about like you know, like, oh, I get stressed. Everyone. It's like, we're just constantly living in this like rushed life. You know, we're just constantly in a stress, stress state, almost sometimes to the point where we don't even realize because that's becoming our norm. Um, or if we live mainly on a diet um, of sugar and carbs, right? Our body then becomes desensitized to the constantly elevated insulin levels that are then circulating through our body because stress is going to elevate insulin levels as well as these highly processed foods like sugar and carbs and things like that. So that is going to cause, that could be a major cause of heavy bleeding. So what it does is it means that um, your body releases more glucose um, to your cells because that's what insulin signals, right? Um, But what happens is that your cells don't take it. Okay. Does that make sense? So when you're eating the food, your body releases that glucose and that glucose is supposed to go to your cells, but your cells don't take it. That's where the problem is. Okay. The glucose then has free reign in your bloodstream. And what that does is it increases your blood sugar levels and it causes more stubborn weight gain um, because guess what? what that glucose gets turned into when your cells don't take it, it turns straight into fat and it's often stored in our midsection, okay? So this combination of elevated blood sugar, insulin, and then as a result of extra weight, um, they all contribute to heavy bleeding in perimenopause. This is something that so many women at this stage um, suffer with and experience and, and that's what's going on. All the ways this resistance to insulin affects our body, they're not all known at this point, but here's what we do know. It's not good. Um, It sets us up for diabetes. It sets us up for heart disease, obesity, and even more disruptive symptoms like the fibroids like we talked about and I'm going to continue to talk more about. Okay. All right. Let's talk about fibroids. This is a huge... um, a huge cause of heavy bleeding as well. So this is the third one that I want to address. Fibroids come 
become much more common during perimenopause years. I don't know if you knew that. It doesn't mean that you have to be in perimenopause to have fibroids, um, but they do come become much more common. Sometimes they happen um, and you know what? They cause no alarming symptoms. So sometimes you don't even know that they're there. Um, but more commonly, they are the culprit causing heavy bleeding. And then you'll also experience other signs like pelvic pain or pelvic pressure, um, sometimes back pain. Or, you know, maybe you didn't realize this, but like constipation. Constipation is often very connected to fibroids, as well as if you're having a hard time um, peeing, right? So very connected. So while research is not um, definitive about exactly what causes fibroids, um, there are two things that we do know um, that contribute to the presence and the growth of fibroids. The first thing is um, the shifting of estrogen and progesterone levels, okay? So since fibroids typically disappear after menopause, I don't know if you knew that, the reason, um, that's the reason why so many people now believe that it's they are a product of fluctuating hormone levels um, and that they're also causing the issues with weight, mood, sleep, um, oh, vaginal changes, um, oh, and the dreaded hot flashes, all of that. They're attributing that to the shifting of the estrogen and progesterone levels is changing up, right? Um, and that's that's typical and part of the plan. But what's happening is nowadays people are experiencing these extreme shifts instead of just this like just gentle shift, you know, they're having these extreme shifts. And so that's why they're experiencing all of those symptoms. Supporting optimal hormone levels through this transition though, is what is key to get the relief. Um, and that's what we do when we we dig back to get to the root of like what's going on, right? Um, the second part of this is the insulin resistance that comes with it. So there is research that shows that there is a connection between insulin resistance and fibroid growth. Okay, so increasing insulin sensitivity through diet and through proper supplements and exercise is all super critical. It's a big piece for addressing um, this underlying cause of heavy bleeding. The fourth one is hypothyroidism, okay? It's commonly acknowledged that women with low thyroid function often suffer from heavy periods. But once you hit 35 or 40 plus, doctors usually suddenly just stop digging for the root cause and explain it away as a result of perimenopause, right? But the fact is, is that your thyroid function is critical for how your body works and how you feel, especially during perimenopause. So if heavy bleeding has been your norm for years, or if you are just starting on this journey, Getting a full thyroid panel to identify if there are any shortcomings is a super important step in nailing down the root cause of your heavy periods. It could be hypothyroidism. Okay, the fifth one is stress, okay? It's my last, but definitely not my least um, because we can't neglect our emotional health and stress levels. There are studies, again, that show that women who are stressed are actually twice as likely to experience heavy, painful periods as those who are not feeling that way. Your emotional well-being affects way more than just your mood and your mindset. It has a real physical um, implication on your body, including making your periods way worse, okay? So those are the five big causes of heavy bleeding. But now I want to talk about 
what we can do to address this heavy bleeding um, during perimenopause and really get the results that we're looking for. Okay, so let's just do a quick recap before I go into that. So heavy bleeding is common in perimenopause. This is something that happens to pretty much every woman. You will experience occasional um, heavy bleeding once you get into perimenopause. But you don't have to suffer through it and just look forward to menopause or like my doctor you know, told me. There are real root causes that drive the symptom of heavy bleeding. And so there you go. That's, that's, the, that's the quick recap. All right. So also, I do, before I move on even more, let me just tell you the solutions that your doctor will offer. Your doctor may give you the option of going on birth control or hormone replacement, replacement to lighten your periods. While this is super tempting, I totally get it because when it was offered to me, I thought about it. I was like, hmm, yeah, anything really, anything right now to help me not have to deal with this because it was more than just annoying. It was, it was horrible. Honestly, it was messing with me big time. Um, so I get it. I get it. Um, but it really is just a band-aid solution. And if you go that route, you just need to understand that it's not going to address any of the underlying issues like we just talked about. So this means that you're disrupting your body's rhythms um, and you're also then possibly inciting potentially dangerous side effects and putting your long-term health at risk for something that is like a quick fix, right? Something that may also not even work for you. So just keep that in mind because I feel like that's so important. Getting to the root cause and healing your body from the inside out is always the best solution to establishing lasting health to help you feel better. Um, And then also, yeah, to prevent issues in the future. That's huge, right? Okay, let's go into the five critical steps to get your body back in balance and to relieve that heavy bleeding. This is what I I did. I'm speaking from experience here. All right, let's get into these critical pieces because if you can learn to implement these things, you can restore hormonal balance. Um, to your body and you can actually get the relief that you're looking for and you can do it totally naturally. You can work with your body. Okay, so (laughs) the first one, it was my last thing I talked about before, but my first one is to try to lower stress. Okay, I say it often. I know efforts to fix your hormones and relieve your symptoms will fail if you don't address your stress. We just gotta, we gotta address that stress. Stress is an insidious driving force for every chronic disease and symptom. And, you know, it's something we need to do something about. We need to fight back. So you may feel like so much in your life is out of your control and it is easy to get bogged down in the day-to-day and that constant rush, you know, going from one thing to another all the time. I get it. But your body is paying the price for all your good intentions. And I think that needs to be clear. Like, I just feel like we need to, I feel like when somebody told me that and I was like, oh, I needed that. I needed that little slap in the face and be like, yeah, you're right. I am doing so much and it's all good stuff, but I'm definitely paying the price even though my intentions are good. Huh. Okay. So no doubt everything you're doing is also fantastic. You know, I get it. Your work, your family, your friends, your community, everybody around you relies on you. But Are you doing all of this at the expense of yourself? That's the question. So I'm not saying, obviously, I'm not saying that you need to give up any of these things. I'm just saying that you are the most important part of your own life. And if you're not taking time for yourself each and every single day, then 
your hormones will suffer. And if you have been suffering, then yes, that's a sign. You need to take better care of yourself. Your energy is going to suffer and your body will become something that you may not even recognize. I hear that a lot. I also relate to that a lot. Okay. I know what it's like to be a busy woman who feels like there's no room for self-care. You know, I get it. I have a jam-packed schedule too. Just start small. Just start somewhere. Don't let it overwhelm you. Just give yourself five minutes per day. It can make the biggest difference in the world. Setting intentions, creating a space for yourself is really crucial for your whole body healing. And so it's an important thing. Think of it as a prescription in and of itself, right? So get started today. I say start implementing more self-care today. So whatever that is for you, it doesn't always have to be going and getting a massage or anything. It literally can be pulling out your journal and doing a brain dump like we just recently talked about in a recent episode. Um, It could be just breathing, focusing on your breath and being quiet. It could be going on a walk outside. Like it really doesn't have to be major, but every little um, thing that you do for yourself little self-care here and there can really add up and make a big difference and really help you to heal. Okay. The second one is to increase progesterone. So since the imbalance of estrogen and progesterone typically results in heavier, more painful periods, restoring the ratio, that proper balance of these hormones is an essential piece to transitioning into perimenopause. And then obviously into menopause, you want to do that with ease and grace and you want to, and that's possible. That's like what the good news is. So these hormone levels definitely are meant to decline during this stage of your life, um, which is why I don't recommend long-term hormone replacement or estrogen replacement Um, For the long term, I just feel like we need to let our body do what it's naturally supposed to do. But that doesn't mean that we can't use these hormones um, to our advantage to get relief um, from many of our biggest symptoms and to also protect our long-term health. So bioidentical hormones, something like that, working with a practitioner that really understands that it's not something that needs to be used long-term, but needs to, could be used in a very smart way to help you um, through the transition and to be able to do a little bit more. Hopefully, you won't even need that. Hopefully, through nutrition and through supplementation and through lifestyle and stress reduction and everything we've talked about, you just naturally will be able to help your body to ease into this phase of life. Um, no big deal, right? So also just wanted to mention that um, her time right? Her time was actually formulated to help address the cause. I mean, to help address the problem of estrogen dominance by helping to promote optimal progesterone production. So it's awesome for you girls that have been very progesterone deficient and have been experiencing estrogen dominant symptoms. Her time, that's why it's so helpful and so effective is that it actually goes in and it nourishes your ovaries and it's going to nourish your adrenal glands. And it's going to actually just nourish your entire endocrine system, your hormone system, which is going to help to make it so that your body naturally just produces the amount of progesterone that your body needs in order to keep those two sex hormones nice and balanced so they can play nice together. Okay, third is eliminate inflammation. Inflammation is like a wildfire in your body that stops your systems from working as they should, especially your hormones. Inflammation blocks hormone conversion, which basically what that means is that it leaves your hormones in their active state or their active form, which 
then results in increased symptoms, like you guessed it, like heavy bleeding. That's a big one. So beyond this blockage, inflammation also then wears down your energy and it makes your body work way harder than it should to do the basic things. Um, I know you girls have experienced that also. Like it can cloud your thinking, right? Brain fog, big time. That's very much affected by it. Um, But drains your energy and it leaves you even more depleted and then more stressed. (laughs) So this is a cause of stress too. It's just a cycle that can continue on and on and on until we finally can break it. Okay, so what I always recommend is to you know help to reduce inflammation is to start with what you're putting on your plate and in your mouth. It is hugely important to make sure that you are eating anti-inflammatory foods. Now, what do I mean by that? There's let's talk about what inflammatory foods are. Anything that's processed, anything that's used use like seed oils or vegetable oils, very very inflammatory. Um, But there's also foods that many people are sensitive to and can cause inflammation. That's like gluten, dairy, sugar, alcohol, all of these things are very inflammatory. So if you are dealing with heavy bleeding, what you should do is start today with trying to implement more um, inflammation fighting types of foods, like a green smoothie, like more um, fruits and vegetables, like whole foods that either come from the ground or come from a mama. Those are the foods that your body will respond to best and and your body will be able to then reduce that that crazy, you know, um, inflammation that's going on in your body and causing so much so much havoc. All right, the fourth one is to support your thyroid and your insulin sensitivity like we talked about before. And I know that this sounds super complicated, okay? So I want to make it not as complicated. Um it's you know, some basic daily switches really can give our body the 180 that it needs. So things like, which you wouldn't probably think about this, but I know we talk about this on this um, this podcast quite a bit, but things like swapping out high intensity workouts for things like more gentle movement, like going for a walk or doing some yoga or stretching or whatever, that right there alone can really protect your thyroid and help to increase your insulin sensitivity. You wouldn't think, and I'm not anti-high-intensity workouts, but if you're dealing with heavy bleeding, your body's trying to tell you that there's a problem. And so that might be something that you need to address and change up for the time being. It might not be forever, but for the time being. And you might notice that by just doing that simple switch, you're, you see this 180 happen. Okay, so eliminating inflammation, especially in your diet, like we talked about, is really going to be your biggest key here too. So the things I said, gluten, sugar, dairy, alcohol, those are all the biggest culprits that drive up insulin resistance and also drive up thyroid dysfunction. So taking a break from these foods even if you just do it for two to three cycles, meaning like two to three months or two to three periods, that can really benefit you and reduce your bleeding um, every single month. Okay, so let's just give you a little, you know, something you can get started with today. Take a walk, do some gentle exercise that won't tax your systems um, like more strenuous exercise can. And bonus points if you do it outside, that fresh air and that vitamin D also added bonus. It's gonna help reduce stress and all of that too. So much, so much medicine out there. Okay, fifth is increase your intake of key nutrients. Now, I've talked about this before. The number one root cause of hormone imbalance is nutrient deficiency. So if you are suffering from any 
symptoms that are associated with hormone balance, whether that is PMS, whether that's endometriosis, whether that's symptoms that are associated with perimenopause, menopause, all of that, any of that, one of the first things we need to address is making sure that we're getting in more key nutrients because most likely you are nutrient deficient. Um, A combination of nutrient deficiencies can really keep you trapped in that cycle of heavy bleeding. So even if you try to get all your nutrients through food alone, most likely you will come up short still. So I am going to tell you, obviously her time, her time is, you know, I created that formula with the key nutrients that your body needs. And if you can take that supplement daily, you're going to keep you know, giving your body the building blocks that it needs to function optimally. But there are three top nutrients that I also recommend also are in her time, but there are nutrients that you need to kind of focus when you're thinking about the foods that you're eating as well. Okay. Um, These are the nutrients that I recommend for women in perimenopause um, who are consistently experiencing heavy bleeding. The first one is magnesium. Okay, I recommend this for everyone. I know it's just it's an amazing mineral, and it's and most of us are magnesium deficient. And I I know I recommend magnesium all the time because magnesium is the perfect tool to give you quick wins during your period and throughout the month. It acts as a gentle muscle relaxant, so that can help to reduce pain during your period, and it may even help lighten your flow, which is awesome. Plus, you know, it helps you to sleep. It helps you to handle stress better. And it keeps your hormones in ideal balance. But I will say that not all magnesium supplements are effective. So it's super important to use magnesium that is easily absorbed and utilized. Um, Her time, just for your information, includes magnesium amino acid chelate, which is very absorbable. I made sure that we put the best form for women in her time and some of our other um, mixers products as well. So that's a great source. Okay. The other one is iron. Okay. Obviously, if you bleed heavily for more than a couple of cycles in a row, adding iron supplements can help ward off anemia because that is very likely because of how much blood loss you're experiencing. Um, If you feel especially tired and lethargic, um, oftentimes I describe this as like bone tired, right? Or if you have symptoms like thinning hair or um, maybe your thyroid, you know, that you have reduced thyroid function, or if you're experiencing things like cold hands and feet, you should definitely consider adding more iron to your daily regimen. Sometimes though, iron supplements can be really rough on your digestion. Um, They can really stop you up, if you know what I mean. Um, So I always like to recommend, obviously, we have the right kind of iron in her time. I use ferric um, pyrophosphate <laughs> because it's super gentle and it's super highly absorbable. But also another great herb that I love is yellow dock. Um, it's an amazing herb that can help to increase your iron levels, but it also can do so without the constipation is- issues that come from a lot of other types of iron supplements. Um, the type of iron that I put in um, in her time also is very gentle, like I said, and it won't cause constipation. I just, I'm like, we do not need that, right? On top of everything else, like let's not put iron as highly, as important as it is, let's not also cause another symptom of constipation. So there you go. Okay. The third one is vitamin D. And it's actually not even a vitamin. It's a hormone that our body makes when our skin is exposed to the sunlight. Um, If you are a typical woman in the United States, you aren't getting enough vitamin D. And if you are dealing with heavy or painful periods, 
adding vitamin D is a really easy fix to get you feeling better so much faster. There are studies that show that vitamin D deficiency and menstrual problems go hand in hand, and especially during perimenopause. This vitamin slash hormone really becomes essential um, to help govern your energy, your mood, your sleep, your immunity, your hormones, um, so much more, right? So much more. Also, her time includes vitamin D because I realize obviously how important it is, okay? I hope this was super helpful for you. I want you girls to know that with supplements, you know, supplements are a very easy and fast way to support optimal hormone health. That's why we create the supplements that we do. Um, They become so important during perimenopause, especially. You girls deserve better. I am so tired of women believing that feeling miserable and sick is normal for their age. So that is why. That's why we created Her Time. That's why we've created Mixers is because we want to help you girls to feel your best. During every stage, whatever age, whatever stage you're in, you really deserve to feel your best. So when you are looking for relief, know that there's hope know that there's solutions out there. And I hope you're going to put into practice a lot of the things that we talked about today because they can make the biggest difference and you are going to feel amazing. Pay attention to the symptoms that your body is you know, giving you. These are messages that your body is sending you. Don't just push them aside and you know, don't listen to the whoever it is that's telling you it's no big deal. It's just part of being a girl. Don't listen to that. Don't put up with that that's not necessary. All right. You girls know better because you listen to the It's Her Time podcast and we appreciate so much that you do. Um, Thank you also to those of you that have been writing in with your awesome um, testimonials. Also, those of you that have been giving uh, and sharing your ratings and reviews. Thank you so much. Means the world to us. And thank you. One of the other best ways that you can help support us is by sharing these episodes with the girls in your life. You know, I always love to say sharing is caring because it is. It is. That's one of the best things that we can do. I feel like as girls, we just are natural sharers. When we find something that is good, that works for us, that we learn from, we appreciate, whatever, the first thing we want to do, right, is share it with like all of our best friends and our sisters and our whoever, the girls in our life, right? So thank you for those of you that are sharing these episodes with those important women in your life that you love a lot. We appreciate it. All right. Tune in again next week. We will be back with another fun episode. Can't wait um, to chat more about our health, our hormones, all of that, our happiness, all of these things because they matter. Thank you again. Until next time, you guys have a very healthy and happy week. Thanks again for tuning in. Bye. Bye.